This week on Nintendo Main, I played Valkyria Chronicles 4. The credits mean that I beat it. <laughs> the credits! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 140. We're your hosts. I'm Trey, your own damn fault, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Octopath, later, Mikowski. I'm John, dropping pills, knitter. Ooh. Ooh. Careful. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, here, we're here to bring you the latest, greatest, best Nintendo news and stuff like that, like we always do. But let's start off like we normally do and talk about what we've been playing. Uh, or what we got. I had mentioned at the very beginning of the show, but I bought Valkyrie Chronicles 4, which I was planning on getting because I played the demo. And that's what my nickname was about, of course. I said, your own damn fault, because one of the characters says that when he kills people, which is pretty hilarious to me. Oh, but it's like... That's his taunt. Away the fault from himself. Like, no, it's your fault you're dying right now. Yeah, he, like, shoots you, and then he says, your own damn fault. And that's his, that's his like, you know, when you kill somebody, the character's like... Yeah, or like, ha, whatever. Like they have a they have a taunt that they say after they kill somebody, and that's what he says. It's your own damn fault. He's a total creep too. He like there's a part where he slaps this girl's ass in the game, but she fight oh. but she fights him afterwards. So it's you know it turns out okay because she fights him and puts him in his place and all that. But still, it's weird. It's a weird moment. It's a Japanese game, so you have some weird awkward stuff in there. But aside from that, I think it's a great game. It's a uh, Anybody who's been bitching about there not being like an Advance Wars or Fire Emblem yet, they should play that game because it's very good. Very good strategy game, but it's all like sort of like action third person E as well. So I like it. And I know IGN gave it an 8.7, which is the same score as Spider-Man. So that's pretty good, I guess. I don't know. I, I never played Spider-Man, but I like Valkyrie Chronicles 4. It's, it's a fun game. It's super, it's super, you know, it's Japanese. I got to the, I've played it for like... Almost like six hours now. Like I got to a part where uh, it gets really, really hard, so I kind of got stuck already. There's like this big giant, giant battle going on, but it's a super cool game. You can uh, there's a demo. You can play the demo for three hours for free and check it out if you're interested. If any of our readers are interested in that, but I think that's all I bought. But we played a lot of stuff. If you guys want to talk about that, I don't know if you guys bought anything, but I know we I did. I know we definitely played stuff. What do you want to? I bought a thing. What did you buy? Bought a thing. Ooh. I bought um. Why am I forgetting the name of it now? A shooter game. Oh, I remember it. Ikaruga. Ikaruga. Yeah. Why did I? Why did <laughs> That's I probably that? not the way you. Yeah, pronounce I finally it, purchased but... uh, my own copy <laughs> like of Ikaruga. Um, I've already tried it in landscape mo- or portrait mode on the Switch, and it's pretty cool. But did you play I mean, it in your... even in that mode on my TV? It's still bigger than my Switch, so I might as well just do it that way. Oh, okay. You haven't tried I mean, I, I could put my TV your... on its side, but it does warn against that at the be- beginning of the game. Explicitly, <laughs> it it's does. like, yeah, it's like some TV displays are not designed to be oriented on their sides or something. Yeah, don't flip I your wonder TV. If that, but that was back in the CRT days when can, there were all kinds of things bolted inside and heavy components. Maybe. And... You can use the try one. Have you done that? 
Have you tried your try uh, one? Well, on I did. Like I said, I've tried it that way, but it's still bigger on the TV. You know, even that's in, true, but uh, it's not vertical landscape mode. It's still bigger than my switch. So I might as well just use it that way. Yeah. I just played it on the TV, but if, did you, uh, did you do like the ultimate? Cause there's like a free play mode where you can just play through the whole thing. Have you tried that? I haven't tried that yet, but I did play, I don't know. I played for a little while. I played on the easiest mode. I didn't realize there was free play, but I played on easy. And, yeah, it's uh, hard. I think they, Even the bad guys yeah. don't ever fire at you or something like that. They don't ever fire at you. How can you or play the, then? The normal enemies <laughs> don't. I don't know. It was something like that. Oh, because you need to absorb their bullets to make your That's guy true. stronger. No, they do so, fire at you. So they don't I, fire I don't at you. Kinda, it was easy. I didn't play that much. I was going to say, it kind of would just, just, it would kind of take away the point of the game. They yeah, you're kind of you. you're kind of calling me out here. I didn't play very much of it, but I did get it. <laughs> I've played it a lot more in the past, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to finally own it, so sure. I bought it. It was on sale. Uh, it may still be for nine yeah, ninety nine. No, it is still on sale. No, I did see you it. You get some my uh, Club Nintendo coins or whatever the hell you want to call them, the gold coins. Mm-hmm. Knocked that price down a little bit, and I was like, sweet. I'm just going to finally buy this game. Yeah. How did you play it in the past if you didn't own it? Uh, I played it. Uh, well, I played Trace Copy played my a lot version. back yeah. in the day, and then I lived with. Uh, my old roommate Nick had it on PlayStation. I thought he had the Dreamcast one. One of the two, he had it downloaded on there. That's, he didn't have the Dreamcast one. It was, it was one? download. It was downloadable, I think. Oh, okay, so it was later. It was it was after. But the I GameCube never release. I never owned it on GameCube, which Trey did. Mm-hmm. That's how I originally played it. Yeah, I think it was also on Dreamcast, wasn't it? No, that's what yeah, I said. I think it was it, it was originally on Dreamcast, yeah. and then it, yeah. and then it went to GameCube, and then I think it showed up as a downloadable, probably for Xbox, because I never saw it on PS3. Yeah, it was downloadable on Xbox. I think. Yeah, so I think it was. So I could have conceivably owned it before now, yeah. but this is the first time I was just like, "Oh, that price is appropriate," and I have these coins I can use, which yeah. didn't knock a lot off. It was like a little over a dollar, but yeah, it was still, you know, cheap. Mm-hmm. If you if you're itching to play through the whole thing, there is like a there is a free play mode on there. Which is nice because because like when I was playing the GameCube one, I tried it so many times and I never made it through because it's so hard, like even on easy. So and it, and if you play through the whole thing on free play, you'll understand because some of those last bosses get fucking ridiculous. But and you're just like, if I didn't have it on free play, this would not even be happening. Yeah, there's no way I would, I would do it. It was like wait, multiple, what was that game we played on multiple uh, continues? At Gal- was it a Galloping Ghost where it was that uh, that giant cabinet we you had to sit inside of and all of us were sitting together? Darius like burst. Yeah, yeah, Darius Burst. But it was kind of like that because I remember just being like, yeah. if we didn't have infinite continues, like, there's no way. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like that. Yeah, it gets like that where if you, if you don't have infinite continues. you you got to be really fucking good or be able to slow down time or something to be Man, able that to that game was <laughs> really fun, though. Darius even is though, great. Yeah. Even though we were overpowered or whatever, I still yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah, we were... Uh, that resulted in you singing uh, a <laughs> singing a Hootie and the Blowfish song in one of our episodes. Look it up if you want to hear it. It's in, it's, <laughs> in, it's in the backlog. That was like one of our. Uh, we talked about it last night on a drunk stream, but yeah, you ended up you singing a Darius Rucker song after a Darius burst because we was playing that. <laughs> that was in an episode. I think it's like after the. It's like one of those. You know, it's like the secret stuff that I have at the end of episodes. Respect where respect is due, man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Darius Wait. Rucker, great vocalist. Darius Rucker, Darius Twin, you know, same mm-hmm. thing. Same thing. They got the same name, same thing. Same thing, all the way around. I did kind of buy something. Well, I didn't really... I bought it before, but I finally got it. I got this. What is that? The Old School Gamer Magazine. Old School Gamer Magazine. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. right. You got the subscription. Yeah, I became a patron after we talked to uh, Ryan Berger on our episode. I decided cool. to add him to my Patreon, so so I got my first, so I got my first actual... Did it come with a poster? 
It did. Yeah. The poster's <laughs> over there somewhere. It's pretty big. It's actually like four times the size of this. So Is imagine this like image. Yeah, it's the cover image. Who all's on the cover? Yeah, uh, it looks it's like it. you got Donkey Kong, Joust, uh, Kangaroo with boxing gloves, um, Pac Man, uh, Dig yeah. Dug, Cubert. It's like all the arcade dudes. That Joust guy is pretty. It's like, yeah, I have to sit on here. Like, I can't <laughs> just stand to the side of it. Well, look at Don- I mean Donkey Kong's face. Here is, is the I most, love it. It's, it's the most very... menacing. I mean, he knows something. He knows something that you don't know. He's like. I know he's things in, about he's you. He's in like posing for the camera mode. He's not like thinking about barrels and bananas. Oh, uh, speaking of speaking of Donkey Kong, uh, uh, Billy Mitchell is doing a stream right now on Twitch. I was watching a little bit of it earlier. Really? And somebody like somebody said that he like lived at like one two three like asshole lane or, or like loser lane <laughs> loser lane or something like that in the comments. And he like and he and I don't know if he saw it or not, but like like it was in between levels, and Billy Mitchell like puts his head like up. Up to the arcade to, and looks like he's reading the comments really closely, and it was absolutely hilarious. I should have like taken a picture of it on my phone. Oh, I didn't see it. But he looked like so pissed. It was funny. But I, yeah, I follow him on Twitch because Billy Mitchell, man, you gotta if you if you watch. So does he just have Twitch a camera stuff. like fixed on his arcade screen? Is that how he plays? Yeah, he has he has two cameras. He has one on him and one on his hands. Oh, okay. And so one and one on the, the arcade Twitch and proper. one. And one on the actual arcade. There, there it is right now. He's actually still playing it right now. Does he just play Donkey Kong, or does he play Pac-Man as well? Uh, I've only seen him play, play Donkey Kong. He's trying to get the score back or whatever, even though he'll never get it back. <laughs> but it was just really funny to see him, like, you just angrily looking at this comment, <laughs> and then, like, goes back to the game, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Jeremy and I... I thought you were going to say, he, like, was like, I don't live there, and, like, he went outside and showed his address. It's <laughs> real address. No. <laughs> no, he just looked at it angrily. <laughs> Jeremy and I got trolled too last night on uh, really? on a, on, a, on a drunk stream. Well, it's just uh, I don't understand the mentality of people who just come onto your stream just to say shit. Like the first thing that this guy said was like "shit games for a shit system." Is what he said, uh-huh. and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then he and then he said something about us being like stupid forty year old people, and I'm like, "I'm not forty yet." Like I don't know what are you talking about, but I but I tried to get you know I was like uh, I was like what the switch I was like you think the switch is shit he's like yeah and I'm like why <laughs> he's like because it has trash on it and I'm like um okay I'm like what games do you think are good <laughs> if you think all the games on here are bad that's what I want to know when people like say that games are trash I'm like I'm like what do you like what do you like like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed because I think those games are pretty awful if you're asking yeah. me but I don't know I just I wonder about the people who say that the switch has no games it's like. Which games are you looking for here, if you say there's no games on here? Because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of games here. I mean, I don't know if you noticed that, but there's a lot of games. For a guy like me that has, like, weird tastes, there's a lot of games on there. I mean, you got you got a shit ton of RPGs. You got you got lots of... I don't know what I don't know what it is that you want that's not on there. I think this person you know? enjoyed that we were communicating with them and, you know, was maybe being a little trolly, but I don't... Yeah. It, was, it seemed harmless to me, oh. to be honest. Yeah. It was just kind of facilitating conversation, and we were like, kind of having fun with it. Yeah, well, they and, took and off. That person once did I... LOL a couple of times at stuff we were saying. So, like, whether or not that was a sarcastic LOL doesn't matter. I, I, I thought it was like a friendly jibe, <laughs> oh, yeah. sort of back and forth at yeah. certain points. He took off. Once In any I... case, he was watching you guys. So, yeah, true. exactly. I just think it's funny that when somebody pops on your stream just to just to make fun of what you're doing. 
It's like why? Whatever. <laughs> it's like why? I what mean, I'm doing it is so lame. The, How lame are you for watching? There it? might be some point in time where we've got enough people <laughs> interacting with us that we can ignore those people. But for now, yeah, <laughs> that's people that are like interacting with us. We gotta like we gotta talk to them. Yeah, that's our Twitch TV slash Nintendoman podcast update <laughs> of, of the week right there. In case you're curious, that's, that's our that's our <laughs> slogan. In case you wanted until, to know. <laughs> until there's more, we'll interact with you. <laughs> in case you wanted to know what was happening in the streaming world. But uh, yeah, we've been playing a lot of the Nintendo online service, of course. You know, that happened last yeah. week. But we did get to play a lot more than we did before. You know, like right after, this, right after the episode last week, uh, John and I, we played some ice hockey online. So that was really cool. Um, I was talking, I was at a Switch. Nice event. ice hockey pun. It yeah. was fun because I got to yeah. watch and play. Yeah, Jeremy watched and commentated on it as well. It was a little, it was a little delayed. So like the audio, the audio that I was hearing through Skype was yeah. way ahead of the action on screen. So it was a little confusing. Oh, from what you were watching, yeah, because you're watching it through Twitch, and Twitch is right. like, it's I could have listened than... to the audio in Twitch. I guess I should have probably done that. But then you wouldn't be able to respond because it would already be like ten seconds ahead of whatever wherever we were at mm-hmm. in like real life Skype world. But yeah, no, we played that for a while. We played some uh, balloon fight. We played some Dr. Mario. I found out that John's pretty good at Dr. Mario because he likes to organize oh, yeah. things. He's like, like, oh, I yeah, I like to start on uh, the highest difficulty. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's really hard, though. Yeah. But- so I start on the highest difficulty, and what I do is I probably die like 10 times. Then the right. one time that I get it, then then I can complete it. It's like but, cathartic, and you like get into yeah, like, the zone. Yeah, like I'll I'll die like ten times right away, mm-hmm. and then I get to a point where I kind of get down, maybe you know a third of the way down the screen. Then I'm then I'm good. Then I can beat it. You but feel like it's based on the randomness of uh, the layout of the screen and the blocks you get, like that yeah. get you through that initial ten percent or whatever. Yeah, and then so, and then sometimes Doctor Mario is just an asshole, and he'll toss you the same pill like fifteen times in a row. Yeah, the same like the same one. Sounds like, like my psychiatrist. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, so I enjoyed it. And obviously, from what I said at the beginning, that's the game that I've been hooked on all week. Yeah, you like love Dr. That game. Mario can it can rehook me anytime. It it has yeah. like such power over me. It's, it's, it's addictive. Out. Yeah. It's, it's starting like to be hour. an epidemic, possibly. It's again. truly it a is. pill uh, it is. pill popper. You're cool with you're it? Saying. Totally cool with it. I'm fine yeah. with it. Does it it is it is completely incredible, I think, like I don't know. I, I say it over and over again. I'm probably gushing, but it's playing these old games, no frills, online two player. It's not. There's nothing new to the interface other than it's your just, second players. Now it's just online. online yeah, right. we, we were playing Mario Brothers one last night. Well, Super Mario Brothers one, not that awful yeah. other one. And some other guy who was like just completely blown away that we were playing in different cities online on <laughs> Super yeah. Mario Brothers. So. That was the other side of the coin. There was actually a nice person really? on there. But and actually, I had a good experience uh, yesterday. You know, I, I, my nephew got a Switch for his birthday a couple months ago, and uh, we've been playing Mario Kart. But now, yesterday for the first time, I guided him through how to download the Nintendo games, and we went on and played Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's awesome, you know, to play old Nintendo games with my six-year-old nephew yeah. across the country. So his parents and, paid for the 20-year or 20 dollar subscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But my sister did. Uh, you were like, all right, now go to uh, mom's purse. Now get into her wallet. Because well, you got yeah. completely all the way to get there. Well, if you're right, smart now, about that, it. That number on the back, the three-digit number, that's the CVV. <laughs> now, if you're smart about it, you got to like save it on the system so you can just buy games whenever and mommy won't know. Yeah. Right. Until until <laughs> she looks at her bank account. 
and then sees Snap that it's gone. Snap a picture of it with your Tyco phone set. <laughs> It'll be like, kid, <laughs> be like, kid, why did you, why did you buy that tennis game, the the shitty one? Why'd you get that? Because I just watched right. online. Why'd you buy Frederick? He's, he's learning. I'm teaching him all the good quality <laughs> games. I'm confident that. Mm. When he eventually digs into the purse and gets mom credit card, he'll he'll buy all the good games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, none of that. Uh, well, I don't know what's. I mean, what would be an incredibly expensive game that's not good that's on there? I don't know if he got like one of those like gold the the like gold two K games or something. Uh-huh. Not that they're bad, but they're expensive. <laughs> if you get into there, or like you, like what is where it? This season pass comes with it or something. Wasn't there like the two? There's like the hundred dollar like uh, dragon NBA Dragon Ball so. like fighters gold edition or something on there, which I don't know what it comes with, but it's expensive. There's like three different versions of that that's coming out next week. There's like the regular and the silver and the gold edition. I don't know what you get extra, but I guess you get all of the different versions of Goku or something. Like all, something all the end game purchases that you would normally have to pay more for, yeah. so you might as well pay up. X amount more to get all of it. All the different sizes of hair for him. It's his right. different hair types throughout the... I've never watched Dragon If you just want to rock the mid-Saiyan look, you know, <laughs> lots of people don't care about mid-Saiyan. You don't like want to go full. Like Saiyan, just go half I'm like, Saiyan. I like the mid-Saiyan. Just go half Saiyan. And I'm glad that I get that option. Yeah, <laughs> to go half Saiyan. I'm not feeling totally crazy today. No, just a little. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, sometimes you just want to go, you know, a quarter Saiyan. Sometimes, sometimes you want to wear all gray. Yeah. Is that what they do? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it's neutral. Sure. But yeah, the NES NES stuff is fun still. Uh, we can play that. Jeremy's been playing. You made it all the way through Zelda, right? I did. Yeah. The original one. I also ma- I made it through something way more important, though. What's it? Octopath. Octopath. Yeah. Octopath. Zelda. Yes. Finished You're done with it. it. I'm we, done with it for now. Well, like you I saw I said the credits. earlier. Octopath later. Uh, I'm trying to make a, a little eight pun there because you think of late with the L8. Oh, uh, that okay. was my joke. I, I but you had it. to see the captions to understand. <laughs> sure, but uh, <laughs> but but for real though, I didn't expect it to be done. I did. I went out of my way to complete everyone's story, and I saved the chapter four. So I did everyone up to all their chapter fours, where it showed me their like in credit card. And uh, at the end, I had a uh, just Ulbrich to do, so I beat it, and then it was pretty easy actually. Mm-hmm. Like the hardest boss i think was uh probably the tressa the merchants like yeah. her level four boss was the hardest i thought mm-hmm. but uh i beat i beat it and um uh, then the credits rolled and as far as i'm concerned i'm done i was like so how do i get to the last dungeon because i know there's a last dungeon yeah there's like a post game so thing. I, pl- I played for a little while just kind of ran around i did like look online to find out where the extra uh job classes are and they're really hard bosses so Mm. that'll keep me busy for a while and then i did end up looking up how to get to the last temple and it was so convoluted like yeah there's no there's no way i would have figured it out other than going town to town and doing every single npc quest yeah and eventually i would have done the one that it took in a sequence to find out the last place and even then i was like it gave me the location and it was a fast travel location. Mm. And I, even then I was like, where the hell is this spot? And then I had to look online to find out like the thing was barely visible. It was like kind of like sort of shiny on the map. So even that was convoluted, but eventually I got to it and I realized once you go there, you can't leave, you can't save. And it's kind of like a crazy boss rush mode. I don't think I'm spoiling anything here. I mean, maybe I am, but 
to to unify the whole game, they sort of have it's it's pretty much like a boss rush mode where you have to beat all. Just go through everything. Each character's boss in in a certain like weird incarnation of it. It's not the same exactly. Yeah, but that sort of unifies their stories together in a way. Uh-huh. And uh, and then at the top there's like this pedestal that I'm pretty sure there's like a final big yeah, bad. Sure. So I will do that eventually, but it took me about 22 minutes to beat the first of the eight bosses, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go save and like tackle the next boss tomorrow. I'm done for the day. Uh-huh. And uh, no, you can't save. I was like, well, I'm gonna fast travel so I can just go like stay at an inn and then uh, save there. Nope. nope, no fast travel. So wow. once you choose to go to this place you're stuck there and you have to defeat looks like nine bosses in a row wow so you gotta like yeah it's like an endurance thing you just gotta go through and there's and no... if it took me 22 minutes to beat the first of them right so i'm like th- there is like a spot to like switch characters so you can sort of play with your party a little bit but mm-hmm. it's, there's no shop there's no inn, and there's no save point oh that sucks so, so you, all gotta... you can do is like maybe maximize all your characters and then yeah so there's obviously a strategy to it so you gotta buy a shitload of potion eight bosses and it takes 20 minutes to beat a boss well there's at least there's at least nine and i don't know if that final boss has multiple stages because square does that a lot because they ripped off dragon quest right oh with the multiple it's like three hours at least just like four hours initial eight and you got to do you it. You can't in, save or anything. You got to do and it. And I'm in level. One I'm a level seventy <laughs> something, so I'm like actually like considered high level for where I'm at. I don't know if I would. I can go grind some more, but that's going to be time consuming as well. But sure. yeah, I have I have no desire to to do that final dungeon. And I know some people would say like, no, you got to do it because that's how you truly beat the game. Well, but that's but like for the, me. Yeah. I need a break from that game. That's like the hundred percenters. Like you don't need to do that. Like most of the Dragon Quest games, actually, I think all the Dragon Quests that I games that I beat, they all have like post game stuff. But I didn't do that. I just played it there, like through I the mean, end. There's a lot to do besides you know? besides that final dungeon. I can go get those three extra job classes, and that might actually help. Yeah. Like maybe I'm not like maybe once I get those, I'll be dealing like crazy damage, and that will help. So I haven't done that yet. Like I've gotten to the I've played the first boss of the extra job classes and kicks my ass consistently, even mm. in level seventy two I think I am now. So it's uh it's gonna be some time. That sucks uh, that you have I'm to just do taking that. A break. But you know, yeah. it's not Xenoblade it's not like Xenoblade Chronicles X or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I just bailed on the game. I feel like I saw the credits, so Yeah, there you go. Xenoblade Chronicles X, the, uh, main campaign, the the white whale of my uh, video game playing, the oh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, <laughs> one that I well you know I want to go through and complete someday. I do kind of want to play that Torna game or whatever the Xenoblade Chronicles two because everybody's saying that it's like easier to play mm-hmm. than uh and it's sort of like a standalone. One. It's like a prequel, right? Yeah, it's a standalone. It, it's even you don't even have to have the other game to play it. But it's forty bucks. It's kind of expensive. But maybe if it went on sale, I might play it. But people are saying that it's that the system is more like easier to get into, I guess, than the other Xenoblade Chronicles too. So they they learned whatever they did in that game, and maybe it would help me figure out the regular Xenoblade Chronicles too if I made it through that one. But I have enough I, RPGs right now that I don't need to get it. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. So I did I did buy one more thing, but I don't have it yet. Mm-hmm. But I bought a PlayStation Two controller finally. Oh yeah, ordered yes. it off of eBay last night. So, 
It's getting shipped from California, so it might be a few days, but mm. that opens up. Uh, it was t- like twenty. I want to say like twenty-four. It was kind of expensive. But no, that's not that bad, though. Some controllers. I wanted to make sure it like was 60. like the original, you know, yeah. PlayStation. That's like what they used to cost, like standard. That was like the twenty, twenty-five dollars. Remember, when controllers were like actually cheap. Yeah. yeah. Well, before they had all that extra well, stuff the, in it. I think these were probably more when they first came out because they were dual shock from the get go. Mm. I think that the PlayStation 2 dual shock controllers were like expensive, and that was part of the whole like premium fill of the PS2 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, when I got my GameCube controllers, and I'd, I, you know, along with my GameCube, like to buy the three extra controllers, that was like, I think it was 70 bucks. Now wow. that's the cost of. Like one set one of controller, yeah, 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 yeah. You can you can, well, joy counts are eighty for, and that's like yeah, and that well, is remember like one I paid controller. ten bucks for a yeah. PS2, so I've already paid two and a half times that cost for the controller. Sure, you know I could if you ever came up here, I could have just given you a PlayStation Two controller because I that's have, all right. I'll take a second one because I have like I don't know. I'll have to check, but I think I have at least three, but four yeah, probably. Unlocks, I could try out Kingdom Hearts. Doubt I'm gonna love it, but I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> and I have uh, Final Fantasy 12. I can play a little bit of that, and then I have Baton Kitos one and two, on Game Tales Kids. of Symphonia two. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I've got a lot of different games. Yeah. I can play. you should play. Uh, I was saying that you should you should try to stream some of the one of uh, Baton Kitos or Tales of Symphonia or something. You have that. I mean, you got that fancy HDMI output for your GameCube. It's true. You should, uh, you know, play a play a game on there. Play an RPG on there. Do it. Do Dragon some, Quest. Do some retro on my uh, on my horizon, but it may not be this month. Yeah, it's on my horizon someday. I feel very off. relieved to have beaten Octopath for sure. Yeah. And then yes, I did beat Zelda, and the whole the whole thing could be seen on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Listen to me scream "fuck you" at random things <laughs> if you'd like. That's Inter- pretty much the gist of the video. But I do eventually win. Uh, I looked at it. I think it was a total of about five and a half hours, which mm. is kind of bad. But I mean, I got all the hearts, and I got most. I, I missed one treasure, I think, mm. which it's, was the uh, upgraded ring, and funny. that kind of sucks because I didn't realize once I like saved at the end, it makes you start it all over again. Mm. Like I lost my whole progress. Oh yeah, because you start the second the second quest yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention last week, it, uh, along with that Zelda stuff, is that. The, the Japanese version, like the Famicom games, are actually different from the uh, American one. And you tooled around with the Zelda one a little bit, right? There's like more I did. music channels in the Zelda one from what I heard. So the music's a little bit different. The music's different. And, you know, I could imagine if I lived back in that time. Well, I did live back in that time. But yes. had I experienced <laughs> that sound first, it would have blown my mind. Yeah. But, but hearing it now, it just sounds so different. And I did actually record a video of it. Maybe I'll post it later. But mm-hmm. where I was sort of reacting to it the first time, and I was just like, you know, this sounds better technically, better in the in the completely like literal sense of yes, there's more channels, and it sounds like maybe they were able to use some like higher quality samples that sound a little more realistic, like kind of a clanking sound for the coins, I think, mm-hmm. and so, so, sort of sounds you didn't hear on the NES back. Back then, it's like a grunt but, uh, too, right? Like but grunt. to me, it, it almost translates like uh, like a cheap CD-ROM game with like the sound effects being, yeah, obviously that's a sampled sound, that's mm. a sampled sound effect. It's not an organic sound made with the same sound palette as everything else in the game. 
but it ends up sounding like weird and artificial because of how it's kind of like out of place. And that's sort of like how I feel about it. So yeah, yeah, sure. The music sounds better and there's extra channels, but the sound effects themselves kind of like throw me off because I'm used to the adapted version that we got mm-hmm. here. The other thing is that there's loading. Like, there's Oh yeah. A, Cause like, it's a disc system. It's, yeah. It, t- it takes a while for like it to go between screens. Oh, sometimes, weird. Especially when you're selecting your file initially and all that and uh and then like the fonts are a little different and i don't know what it's going to be like because i i plan on actually playing through the whole thing i think but uh sure i am wondering what it's going to be like when you get to the uh what are they called the the cat things that you end up using the arrows on and oh yeah things that are supposed to hear you right right but in the yeah in the famicom version you were supposed to make sound into the microphone to enter them paul's voice right paul's voice right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in the U.S. version, probably the European version as well, you had to use arrows to kill them. And there's a special room you go to where he's the the old man's like uh, the magic. The arrows have a special power. I don't know if he's referring to the silver arrows for Ganon or if he's referring to the arrows to defeat Pole's voice. But yeah. conveniently, he's like one room over from some Pole's voice. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably what he meant. Yeah, because isn't there a somebody who says like loud noises will defeat whatever? And it meant speak into the mic for certain characters. It says Dig Dogger. Or yeah, Dig Dogger dislikes him. Yeah, something about loud noises, but it doesn't. It makes you think you're supposed to play the recorder, and then it doesn't work. Yeah, I thought it were like bombs or something, but it's not that. It's it's just something left over from the Famicom version. But what I, another thing that I think is really cool about that is uh, when Metroid comes out in a couple months or whatever. Uh, Metroid November, I think. Metroid for Famicom has a has a save system in it instead of uh, instead of a password. So I'll be that'll be great to play. Like I always wanted to play that version because then you don't have to. I mean, there's like save states now, so it doesn't really matter. But it's still kind of cool to play the Japanese version of it because it had like actual like slots for you to save in and all that. And I think that's cool. I wonder so. if it's ever going to get to the point where the Japanese version and the American version have. Some different games. Yeah, like, I think well, they get some exclusives. I think they're going to have to do, divert from each other eventually because there are a lot of yeah. games that didn't come out here that came out there, and I would love to see like some Dragon Quest games on there. Of course, if they're all Japanese, then I'm going to be pretty lost. But except for maybe Dragon Quest One, I, I could probably get through that one in, in all Japanese just because it's pretty simple. But yeah, it would be cool. Actually, I mean, there are some games that are completely different. Like Jeremy and I actually played a. We played River City Ransom last night, and that's completely different from uh, the American version. Like, the characters are wearing different outfits. Like, the town setup's different. Like, there's different shops that you can go to. You can go take a bath or take a shower mm-hmm. in the Japanese one, and you see, like, full-on naked butt in there, which yeah, isn't in do. the American one. Yeah. I, think, I think you see it in the American one, too. Or can you? You do. Oh, I don't yeah, remember I think that. so. But I know the characters are completely different because they're wearing, like, uh, karate geese in the Japanese one. They're wearing, like, robes. Mm. And that's not what they're wearing in the American one. Because I played it. I played it. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, but I played it like my first. I played it with uh, with PETA from uh, NVC on there. We we did. It's, it was one of those where I just left the door open and random people would join and we were playing online stuff. It was fun. That was the first time. My first multiplayer. There's a fair bit of reading in doing. that game, though. Wasn't it difficult in Japanese? Uh, me and Jeremy figured it out. We played it for a while in Japanese. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like when you get the food that like upgrades your stats and stuff, you don't really know what you got upgraded, I guess, and, except for like your HP, because mm-hmm. you can see your HP the meter move up, you know, but you kind of got to guess, I guess. But we did, we did eventually arrive at an impasse where we were like, okay, I don't know. We kind of got we stuck. We didn't know how I to guess. go any further to the right. 
Yeah, we, we sort of hit a dead end of sorts, but I'm sure there was, I don't know, the, the stuff that was told to you in the American one didn't really, I never like listened to somebody who said like, go here. I just kind of looked around and went to places where I hadn't been before. So, but yeah, that's, it, it, it does look different on that. So, but it's totally worth to play the, worth it to play the Japanese versions of those. That's what I'm saying. Even though it's kind of hard to figure out whether you're using the, uh, whether you're making the online work better, whatever. I forget what it is. There's like a thing you can switch on to where it's more responsive and it'll be less. Because yeah, Jeremy and I were trying lag, to yeah. play that and there was weird, weird lag on that. With the, speaking of lag, uh, John and I played some Capcom, some of the Capcom stuff more last week and realized that a lot of, uh, and, 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 I, and I went back to it after this and the same thing happened to me that when I had, when I had two people together, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And then we had a third yeah. person, everything went to hell. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, though, had the same experience. Hopefully, we'll we'll patch that because last year we played through, or last year, last week we played through all of Armored Warrior, which is that mech game that we kind of talked about a little bit last week. But that game's really that cool, game actually, because awesome. you you kind of modify your robot as you go, so there's different weapons and stuff that you can get. But we played through that all the way. But every time somebody would join us, they would uh, quickly leave because of how slow it was once they once they joined us. It was slow enough with just the two of us, but that was still passable. But as yeah. soon as that third person joined, yeah. it was just lag city. And, Which uh, is sad because I dream of playing a three-player game with all of us together. Yeah, well, maybe it'll be better. I, I don't know. I think it depends on the internet connection or whatever. But because I did, because uh, I did play. Uh, I mean, I did play a, a three-player game that somebody else was hosting that was smooth with three players. So, and that was. Um, that was the uh, whatever one of the, I forget what it was. I mentioned it last time. It's the other. It's the other like a uh, feudal fighting game or whatever. But so I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I, but I did try playing uh, Captain Commando by myself, and uh, when three people got in there, it just kind of got too laggy. But that's a shame. But I do I do really like that game, and hopefully maybe someday we can do a three player on it when it's not and it won't be as laggy. I don't know. Because I actually considered buying it. For that purpose alone, like maybe because I, I guess we have... got Rocket League, but yeah, I already deleted that game. Player game, I think we got <laughs> that we all own. Yeah, I'm really hoping I'm, that they still buy it. It's, I still recommend it. You know, it, it's fun to just play it on your own, even and mm-hmm. if you do have you know two people, it, it runs pretty smooth. Yeah, but uh, and there's just seven games that are all pretty good, um, at least pretty good, and that. That armored warrior one that I thought that was amazing. I loved that game. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. I, I think. I mean, I think all of them are pretty good. I know you said you didn't like the Knights of the Round one, but I haven't played that one yet. But yeah, no, I think I think they're all pretty good. You were um, just kind of impressed by the sprites, right? Yeah, the I, was sprite just, size. I felt like that was maybe it was pretty clear to me. I, I think that was the first game that maybe they made of that yeah. bunch, and it was like okay. At the time, I probably would have liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, all the other games in that package, like it's like why even, why even bother playing this one? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's uh, I mean, well, it was, hopefully there'll be more stuff. I'm sure Capcom. I, I think they got some pretty good sales out of it. So, and uh, interestingly, it's called uh, the Belt Action Game Game Collection in Japan, which I don't know what that means, but the Belt Action Belt Action, yeah. Belt action. The belt mm-hmm. action game collection. Yeah, I got I got a email from uh, Play Asia mm. that showed that on there. That was like so. I don't know. That must Their be a games Japanese. Where the main thing. goal is to spank each other. Belt action. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. There Maybe games that are all oriented around one giant serpentine belt. <laughs> moving between them. Maybe it's because they're moving to the right constantly. Um, okay. Like you get this conveyor belt sort of 
thing going on. Enemies that's, just coming that at That actually you. makes sense. Yeah, here you go. That's the there's the Japanese uh, cover if you can see it. Belt action. Yeah. The, belt action. Belt the, action. Belt belt action collection is what it's called. <laughs> Instead of beat 'em up, it's belt action. I don't know. Maybe it's like battle action. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's a, that's a belt fun Belt action. It's a fun game. We're still playing that. Uh speaking of stuff we still play, uh Jeremy and I did some Splatfest stuff last week also. We sure did. We played the retro versus modern. And uh, from what I heard, our our uh, w- our efforts went like we we didn't win. Like they we didn't they, win. We were, so like our efforts our meant effort nothing. Was wasted, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we did our best to represent our team, but I think people were onto the fact that most people are going to choose retro, so they chose modern. And I don't know how what that is, but it made them win. A lot of people won. Well, uh, maybe maybe it goes to show that the people like modern who like modern are younger, better gamers than we are. And that's why they beat us because we're old dinosaurs that need to that need to get shuffled away. I mean, I remember <laughs> winning a couple that of is. times, but it did seem like kind of like get my ass kicked most of the time. Well, I also remember playing a lot of like other retro people because it didn't seem like a whole many a whole lot of people picked modern, you know. It's Which kinda, it always kind of feels like in these things, the the smaller team ends up winning, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. Also, I weird, don't know if that's yeah. just random or not. Also, weirdly enough, like. Jeremy and I actually got on each other's team like most of the time. So we were able, I don't know if that's because less people have it because of like the having to buy the Nintendo online service. But yeah, every, like we would just start at the same time and we would be on the same team. It was crazy. That never worked before yeah. on all the other videos that we tried to do. We were, we were timing it and stuff, but we, we'd always done that before, but yeah. we were timing, you know, our, our button press to join yeah. the match. Yeah. And yeah, it was working like a charm and you know what? One out of like five matches, we wouldn't be a, on the same team, but we could even exit the match and then come back and we'd be on the team. Yeah, yeah. We just had to do it at which the same I, time. Which I never did. I up. only yeah. had to exit a match because I got kicked out of it. So I never like left a match at the start. But. Yeah. Well, sometimes when I would go to switch my armor or like to switch my gear, uh, you would start in a... If you didn't do that too, you would right. start in another... that was another thing. So one yeah. time we did go and switch our gear at the same time. And yeah, and it worked. And then we were on the same team. So that's, so that's cool. So... I mean, maybe that's cool. Maybe that isn't. But it's nice that we can actually get on the same team now. Like it's that never we worked have to the other way around. The whole, like process yeah. of joining up with a friend and stuff. Yeah, we just, it, we're talking to each other at the same time. It never worked. Did uh, we also played a? Uh, there's a couple more like free stuff that we played. Well, we played Dark Souls at the end. Did you yeah. did, did did you get to check that out at all, John? The Dark I didn't Souls check demo. It out, no. Yeah, uh, me and Jeremy, we played the Japanese version because that one was from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. So it's we could play it later, you know, instead of like 7 to 11, which is like what the American one was. So we played around with that, and I realized that I still don't like those type of games from from playing it, you know. I basically died a, a whole I basically died a whole bunch and I was frustrated. So that's what I learned from Dark Souls is that I'm passing on that one. <laughs> not, I'm not going to buy is, that game. There is certain points where I was almost like I sort of get it, like I beat like I got stronger somehow and like I kill a couple of bad guys and i'm yeah. like yes and then immediately i like i would die and then i never got back to that point and like i was at the yeah. end of playing for like 40 minutes i was at the beginning still like mm-hmm. i had made zero progress yep that's me too i well i mean i got i got farther but i still died and you know and came back to the beginning and then i had to go like collect my shit or i would die again and then lose my shit it's just not i don't know those games don't i understand that people like 
it's like a it's like a thing to them. Like they love like how precise it is or whatever. But I really don't like the way the controls work. Like I think like the dodging is pretty funny because it kind of looks more like you're falling down than actually like roll mm-hmm. rolling away from somebody, which looks pretty hilarious. If you haven't seen it, watch that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could post it on YouTube and you could watch our playthrough of it. But it's uh it's pretty hilarious, I think, because it's just like you like falling down and then sort of like rolling away and. I just couldn't get into it, I guess. I felt like maybe it should be a little more arcadey, I guess. It should be more, like, easy to play and not as sluggish. But that's my own opinion. I don't know that much about Dark Souls. I played Demon Souls enough to know that I didn't want to play any more of it. Like, I beat I beat one boss, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I feel great. I beat the boss. And then I got to the second boss, and that boss was way harder. And I'm like, okay, fuck this game. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> and thankfully, I didn't pay very much for the game, so it didn't really matter. I wasn't that upset about it, but it's just, it's not for me. Uh, I can't really get into it, but, you know, send, f- feel free to send hate mail to us and tell us to get good and all that fun stuff. If, I mean, uh, it was cool you know. to check it out for free, and yeah. especially getting, going through the loophole of playing it on the Japanese eShop was kind of cool. Yeah. Because there was no way I was going to be able to play it otherwise. Yeah. Because all the events for North America were while I was working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I played it Friday and Saturday, so I gave it, I gave it a fair shake. Or no, I played it, I played it Thursday night and Friday night. That's what I did because, you know, 14 hour difference and all that that we talked about last week. But yeah, that was, that was on there and we tried that out. Did either of you guys play Arena of Valor? That, that's on the eShop now too for free. I know Jeremy and I played it for a second last night. We played it for a very small. Yeah. But I played it again today. It's not really, it's not really my bag, but it works well for those type of games. It's kind of a weird game, like the way it, you know, it's like an isometric viewpoint. You basically choose you choose different classes of characters. Like characters are in, you know, there's like tanks and like mages and whatever. And you and you can like select different teams. I was playing like the 5v5 stuff and you're basically destroying the towers of the other team. So you go and and like whenever you hold like the A button, there's a there's a circle around you and if anybody's in that circle, your guy will automatically start attacking them. And as you you can, I guess you get points and you can upgrade and give yourself like new moves and stuff as you go. So that's kind of how it works. But I don't never really played any of those games before. It's kind of, I don't know, it sort of feels like Diablo-ish, I guess. I don't know. That's me saying from somebody who's never really played Diablo, but it's weird. And, but it's totally free to play. You can totally, you can play it and check it out and not pay anything for it. So I'm kind of into that because otherwise I would have not put any money towards it, you know, just because I have no, no idea what it is and, you know. And it hasn't really asked me for money or anything yet. I don't know what you would have to pay for for it on, but maybe cosmetic stuff or whatever. I don't really understand. I know you level up. Like, I, I, you have to be, like, level 5 before you get to do any of the rank battles, so I didn't do that. I just did the regular battles. But it's worth checking out. It's free. You know, you can just try it out. And it is, like, a 10-gig download, so you might have to move some stuff around if uh, <laughs> if you need to. I had to drop some things. I had to drop a – I dropped a – what was it? Outlast? The, the land of naked of naked men that chase you down hallways. I, I dropped that game. So <laughs> I deleted deleted that one finally. It's in your cloud. Yeah, it's in the cloud, yeah, in case I ever want to go back to it. I did try to go back to it, and I was just kind of like, that's another game that's, like, weird. I don't like these games. I don't like these uh, horror games where you don't get weapons, where you just re- where you just run from people. I think I think the only game that ever worked in is uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories on the Wii, because I like that game, because you kind of, like, shake the ghosts off, but... I don't know. A lot, it seems like a lot of those new horror movies where you don't have weapons are kind of weird to me. Like that one, you just run most of the time. You're just running away from people. But you never get, you know, in Resident Evil, you would at least get to the point where you were like enough of a badass where you could like take on the monster. Mm-hmm. And I like that. 
you know, where you could like stand face to face to whatever scary troll thing or whatever's trying to kill you, you know, but you would get over it, you know, cause you had better weapons and upgraded weapons. And I like that stuff. Like, like, you know, I like the more doom style horror games where I can actually fight the monster instead of just run away from it a lot, you know, but that's, that's my rant on that. Um, <clears throat> uh, is there any games that you guys have played that you haven't mentioned here? I think that's what I have on my list so far. Nope. That's all I've, purchased for the week uh speaking of purchases that i well that i would i can't make it because i don't have the system but we did actually get an email from uh somebody who we interviewed a while back which i thought was pretty cool the guys uh the guys who made uh that haunted halloween 86 game that we interviewed at, at mgc oh, right oh yeah they, they reached out out to us to let us know that their game has is on xbox one now which is interesting oh, because that's the very first nes homebrew game to be on any current current console so, or current nice. generation console. So, if any What's of our called, haunted Halloween '86, I bought the soundtrack. No, I, wa- I really wanted to get. Actually, really wanted to get the um, the cartridge when we were at MGC. I just didn't have the funds for it at the time. You know, because if I wanted to get, it, I want to get the whole thing with the uh, with the booklet and all that. I remember from the interview, it sounds like you guys enjoyed the game. Yeah, it looks really cool. So, Haunted Halloween 86. There was an 85 before that, which we talked about in the interview. But yeah, Haunted Halloween 86 is now available for Xbox One through their, uh, whatever the Xbox Arcade is on that, you know, their their online that, service. It's on Steam as well, so. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is on Steam. But as far as, like, uh, current generation consoles, that's the first time it's made to consoles. That so, is pretty cool. So, all of our listeners who have an Xbox One, check out that game, because it's definitely cool. Uh, they assured me that they are working on getting it to switch they just don't know when but yeah thanks for the email tim hartman and uh Heck yeah from retro entertainment games.com so yeah i just wanted to mention that they, that they had that out there and you know they just wanted to wanted to let us know and uh I told it's them, a really cool looking game and like yeah. they did a lot of research they were even talking about like how the uh like what the 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 train cars had like riding on the side of them that oh yeah because the it's supposed they had to seen in their hometown yeah, because it's supposed to take place in a certain town, and it's like mm-hmm. takes place in the '90s or something. It's very much. It kind of reminds me a lot of like a River City Ransom, like that type of thing, like two player beat 'em up, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And, and it's probably like I feel like it's probably one of the most well known of the homebrew NES games. At least I feel like it's, it's definitely the most, one of the, the ones really gotten well the farthest. Done. Yeah. So congrats, guys! Uh, can't wait to see you on Switch and PS4 as well. But just wanted to make sure and mention that. And uh, other than that, we can take a break and then go to news. Sounds good to me. All right, cool. Be right back. talk about the news i think the biggest news thing for me is not bowsette it's uh telltale games getting shut down which Ooh. was very I, I don't know i was sad about that i always like those guys i don't know how much you guys got to play of their stuff but i really enjoyed the walking dead season one i played through all of that and i also really liked the uh game of thrones season one which jess and i played through 
on PS on PS3. But they made. I pl- yeah, I played partway through the second episode of Walking Dead season one, <clears throat> so I got through the first one. I really liked it, and then yeah. I played uh, the Wolf Between Us or whatever, the Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I played like that was a comic not book. very much of that at all. Yeah, it makes me feel bad that I never bought the cap the uh, the Batman one for Switch <laughs> when it came out. I always wanted to get it, but I didn't get around to getting it. But they made they made very unique games, and I like that style of game. And it's a shame that that style of game we're probably not they were really kind of like it on anymore. all platforms, so you didn't really need to buy it. I know. I'm I, just, I had it yeah. on my phone, and I think I got it for free. Yeah, no, you can get it. Then I ended up buying one of the episodes on Xbox. Yeah, maybe that's what did them under, but giving away too much stuff for free. No, I know they maybe gave a... Strong Bad games. Yeah, Those str- the Strong Bad games. No, you're right. I did play that, too. I played Strong Bad and loved that game as well. That was also a Telltale game, Telltale game so, yeah. They put out good stuff. I never played, like, any of the... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff for the Batman one, but I heard they were all right. I heard Batman was kind of glitchy. I know when we had Janet on here the first time, she talked about that being an issue. But oh, and they did the Back to the Future game. As I played well. that. I played and that I one too. That That's one. another one I forgot. I did play that one. I didn't play it all the way through, but I did play it. It had some. Yeah, it had some weird stuff in it. I don't know. There were some oh, parts that, that I felt Minecraft like didn't one, work great. Which I played like two episodes of that. Oh yeah, the story mode. The story mode. Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. which yeah. was kind of like. A, kind of felt like a big old troll on the fans because people have been talking about the story mode of minecraft which still hasn't really happened oh oh but like that like, was like the mythical story mode and then oh wait that's a telltale game oh was it was there supposed to be an actual like story mode to the regular game like way back in the day it was like <clears throat> talked about maybe making it like have a story to it oh weird about steve and his conquest to build houses or whatever something like that yeah, yeah. and there was like yeah there's a lot of fan based lore that it, built up around it so it's probably like it's going to be incorporated and all that and of course it wasn't they added like some weird text if you beat the boss at the end but that's mm-hmm. about it oh, okay how's that game going I personally, oh good no i was just gonna say how's that game going for you jeremy are you still do you ever play the bedrock edition anymore oh no i haven't played it in quite a while yeah you're really um, it's it's uh i'm just waiting for like some stuff to catch up i might get back into it if i can get some of the machines to work mm. like the machines are pretty important to like how i wanted to play the game and so once i ran into like inconsistencies with things not working based on the version i have i was like this sort of let it marinate for a while and hope it catches up and then I'll come back to it. Sort of glitchy then I guess some of it is. Like, not necessarily glitchy but I can't play it the way I want because it's not completely caught up. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact some of the gl- some of the stuff I want to do involves glitchiness and that's how the machines work. Oh, okay. So it's possible I might not be able to use some of the. I might have to change my strategy but oh, okay. no I have like I actually have an itinerary for the next time I play. I just haven't played it for a while. Sure. Go back to the Back to the Future game, and I really actually enjoyed that game. Yeah, quite a bit. You know, it was billed as the fourth movie, mm-hmm. and the way that they actually structured the story, it picked up after the third movie. And uh, you know, I've always wanted another Back to the Future, but I was like, it's at the same time, it's perfect. Leave it alone. Yeah, and I think a video game like the one that Telltale did was the perfect way to go about it. Mm-hmm. You know, for the people who didn't want a fourth one. They can pretend it doesn't exist, but if you do want a fourth one, check out the video game. It's really a lot of fun. It it is. It's got Christopher Christopher Lloyd is in it, um, and then the guy who does Marty McFly does like a perfect, perfect Michael J. Fox J. Fox impression. Yeah, from what I heard, Michael J. Fox actually chose him for the part to do it. Like same right. thing with uh, the Scarface game. Al Pacino chose the guy who did Scarface in that game, which I thought was funny. That I guess they 
I guess if they won't do it, they'll be like, oh, I won't do it. But here's a guy that I know that sounds just like me. Use him. Right. You know, that's probably about how that Michael would happen. I wonder if Fox felt he couldn't <clears throat> do it because of his yeah. Parkinson's, which makes his speech kind of shaky at times. Yeah. And, you know, trying to be his 17-year-old self again, maybe that was mm-hmm. was too difficult. But Yeah, sure. possibly his voice is aged. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Right. And the guy, is he's just spot on. And if you haven't played that Back to the Future game, I really, really recommend it. Um one thing that is true of Telltale games was that sometimes, that, like you said about the Batman one, mm-hmm. they were a little glitchy yeah. in, in certain spots. Yeah, and I think that the Telltale engine sometimes, you know, it was made for for putting out a game quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because they had their chapter system where they would release yeah, the episodic every content once, yeah. whatever. Um, so the stories were good, and you know, the graphics and the the images. Uh, were good, but sometimes there would be like a weird glitchy animation that would happen. I noticed that with most of the Telltale games that I played. Yeah, except for uh, what was it? Uh, Strong Bad was uh, that game was solid. I had no, I I had no issues yeah. with that. I think that one was it had, really good. It looked like Flash, but it wasn't Flash. Right, it was yeah. made to look like that was pretty cool. I think that I, I think that the Walking Dead one was really solid too. Like I didn't really end up, really run into any problems with that one either. I was gonna say when you said that earlier about Walking Dead. Carolyn will remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. What was her name? Carolyn, right? I don't. I don't remember all the different name names of the characters. But that was cool. Oh, though. I'll sure remember it. That was cool though, because like if you wanted somebody to side with you later in the game, and you said something dumb that they didn't like about that they didn't like, like they might not side with you. So that was like where all that you would remember somebody remembered stuff would come from. And I thought that was really rad. Like if you like wanted to say like. I want the team to do this. And like, you're like, you'll back me up. Right, Bob. And Bob will be like, no, because I remember that time when you like, didn't go with whatever I was saying about Carolyn and earlier or whatever, you know? Oh, it's Clementine. Clementine. Oh, that's the kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's who I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So I thought that was cool. And, um, I never really played this at any of the other stuff with her after, after the first one, but I like the first one. I just remember the main guy was like, so sad. Like the main character that was just like he's just walking around being like I'm sad. There's there's no food. I'm sad. I'm sad. It's just I'm a lot of like some, him some, some him stuff. just being sad. Was it Dave Filoni did the voice of that? Which he does a lot of great voices. But yeah, no, I'm. I, it's a shame that they're going under. But I always felt like they kind of maybe had I don't know maybe they had too much projects working at once because I know they I know they laid off a lot of people. Like we talked about that you know like on a previous episode and it's just a shame. Like I like those games and. I hope I hope that everyone finds work who was involved in that. You know, I hope they get in, hired in other places, and our hearts go out to you yeah. and all that stuff. You know, it's like and maybe they didn't was... diversify their formula enough or something. I don't know. Because I like their formula. It though. seemed like they were like printing money for a while there. Yeah, I, I know they sold a lot for the Walking Dead one. So if they would like kept enough money in the coffers and then like changed up their structure, their formula a little bit. Well, they tried to do that, didn't they? I don't think the I don't think the formula was an issue. I think that maybe they. Maybe just they weren't all hits, you know, or maybe some of the stuff that they did, people weren't as into, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably what hit them. Because I like, I mean, I like the formula, but but I do think they all kind of play differently. Like, I wouldn't say that the games are the exact, you know. Like, Strong Bad definitely feels a hell of a lot different than the Game of Thrones game that we played, you know. Well, the Mi- the Minecraft one's kind of fun because it looks exactly like Minecraft, but there's, like, these extra animations that are obviously not possible in Minecraft that yeah. look kind of cool, you know, in the context of that mm-hmm. blocky world I'm used to seeing. Can you build stuff in that one? 
And the no, I mean you can, but it's all like contextual sort of thing. You're not really building anything. Yeah, because everything is based on dialogue choices. Really, mm. it's the whole game. Yeah. Anyway, well, you I know, wonder if anyone's going to take up the mantle of story-based gameplay in their absence. I hope so. I hope somebody does because I really like their kind of games. And I remember when they first came around, and, and I think I was reading an IGN article saying that oh, this new company coming up that's going to make more story-based adventure type games and that was my favorite type of game to play on 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 pc growing up Mm -hmm. i always played i I very closely associated pc with that type of game story-based and uh, it went away for a long time and it wasn't really until telltale came around that they brought it back up so well i just hope somebody comes and, and does what they do I mean, don't forget about like LucasArts did a lot of that. Like that was a lot of what they were known for, mm-hmm. like Day of the right. Ten, like Day of the Tentacle, and like Full Throttle and stuff like that. And that so was way, way before the, Telltale. These staff get like absorbed into other companies mm-hmm. and create an influence, or maybe even possibly band together and do some sort of indie project together. Yeah, That'd maybe they could start their own I, thing. I, I don't think anyone should take that their closure as oh, these type of games don't work. Mm-hmm. Or these type of games don't have have an That audience. was just about mismanagement of a company. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, what I suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if they did their own thing, or like if they were able to. But you do see, I mean, you do see other games that have parts of it, like that flipping death game that I played felt a lot like a point and click game. And then, and like you know, of course, like what, what was the one that you guys got for like five dollars, whatever it's called? What was Oxen that game? Oxen free. Oxen free. Like that's in there. There's like that. There, there's um. There's the game that the guy who did Day of the Tentacle did. That's on Switch. What is what is that one? You know Tim what I'm talking Schaefer. about? No, no, no. I know what you're talking no. about, but I can't remember. Not Tim. Not Tim Schaefer. A diff- well, it's like a different a, guy. It's like a almost looks like X Files. Thimble Thimbleweed Park. That's what it is, right? Yeah, Thimble, Thimble, Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, Thimbleweed. Yeah, that, that's another one that's like that. So it, so they are uh, there are companies that are doing that type of thing. You know, it, it wasn't just Telltale. So except they were doing Telltale was a lot of the conversation. Base stuff with which I really like. I do. I do hope their employees find good jobs. I mm. hope they get, you know, absorbed by good companies. Like, I mean, hopefully they do. Like, there was like, Telltale definitely had their like apex a couple of years ago where they were like, you know, there's like a new Telltale game every couple of weeks. It seemed like. Yeah, there was oh, yeah, a lot of this them. This is Game of Thrones chapter three, and here's Minecraft story mode chapter two, and mm-hmm. here's uh, I don't know what else they did. Didn't they do like a leg? Was there a Lego one? I yeah, think they the, did. They were all over. I the think place. there was. I didn't I play. Did I didn't play the Lego one, but I think they did have one too. There was like a Sabrina wasn't like Teenage Le- Witch. No, there wasn't. But like <laughs> there could have been. Like you wouldn't have denied that. That's a t- That's coming. I, you would just be like, oh yeah, of course I remember that because there were so many of them. It's coming to Netflix next month, so beware. So there would have be been crazy if they would have around. Yeah. yeah. So they were doing a Stranger Things one. Yeah. Yeah. They were in the middle doing that. I forgot about that. They actually wasn't. And that could have been really freaking cool because that would have been extra content like in the oh sure that yeah, might yeah. be considered canon within that universe mm-hmm. i saw a headline that said netflix is going to continue with it so i don't know how that's going to work out continue they're, continue, they're take the assets and just continue yeah. with what the well, game netflix did talk they're, about they're going to put out a, a stranger things game games. oh were they going to do a telltale one browser telltale had a deal to do a stranger things game oh that would have been fun and, yeah but I, I did see something only only headline. I didn't read the article that Netflix was going to continue with it. Mm. I don't know if that means they're going to take what was already built and continue it, or do a whole different game. But they're going to do a Stranger Things one. Oh, or okay. what if they actually just 
meant that they're going to take the story elements and put them into the show. I think they were just like, well, just make it part of the universe. Uh-huh. It'd be cool if they just made those games like available through the platform itself. Like, uh-huh. yeah, on Netflix. I mean, I don't see why they couldn't. They could do it with. Uh, yeah, they've already got interactive stuff on there. Uh huh. And they could do like Dragon Warrior, I'm sure. Not uh, a Dragon Warrior, you know, I mean, Dragon Slayer. Uh, or no, Dragon Slayer. No, which one? Yeah, Dragon Slayer. Slayer. That's what I meant. Yeah, one of them. There's two. There's there's a there's a game called Slayer as well, Dragon Slayer. But uh, speaking of point and click stuff, I kind of knew this was going to happen after I bought it for the dying Wii Wii shop as a, as a WiiWare. But the Ace Attorney trilogy is coming to uh, Switch. That's a that's another sort of like point and click game, which we talked about that when we did our Detective Pikachu. I have no objection. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I, I feel I, I knew that was going to happen because I bought the trilogy on WiiWare like before the. You know, before like the eShop went under or whatever, because you were concerned you wouldn't be able to get it on. The... Well, I wanted to be able to. I wanted to be able to record it, like to play it and stream it, and now I can on Switch. I was like, man, I should have known that was going to happen. But yeah, Capcom's bringing a Ace Attorney trilogy to Switch, which is great. I know Jeremy's talked before about wanting to get that, and yeah, maybe it's my time to shine. You should get it because it's really funny and it's really quirky and it's a lot of fun to play. Like I played through most of the first one on my phone, and then I played it again recently on the Wii and it's, it's I mean, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm open to a new game right now. I'm yeah. actually in, you know, mm-hmm. I'm single again as far as games are concerned. <laughs> I'm on the market and the market again. And now that you and Octopath have parted ways. Yeah. Me and Octopath, we're taking a little break. I think we yeah. might get back together and work on some of our, you know, Issues. goals that we had set together. You were in an eight way relationship, but it didn't work out. You yeah. know, it was actually a nine way, but we don't have to. Okay. Do got it. It's a little complicated. <laughs> it was Jeremy plus eight, so you know, think of it that way. But uh, yeah, w- w- whenever you decide that you want to spend like four hours together without saving, and the possibility of having to start that four hours again if you die. Oh my god, that's the scary. That's what's scary about that. I but, did. Uh, <laughs> I, I did also, like I said, I've been recording stuff the past few days. I don't stream a lot, but um, I should start streaming more because I've been recording it and like I beat the first boss. So I've totally got video of me doing that. And like, I, I kicked his ass. Like I was significantly taking away between seven and 10,000 points of damage each round. And it still took me 22 minutes. To it. So he had to have had like 140,000. It's some, some stupid amount of hit points. Yeah. Cause he never healed either. Mm, weird. It was dumb and it took so long to beat him. And I just was like pummeling him with, all my strongest attacks over and over again. And I was using multipliers to like mm. do attacks multiple times. And yeah, <laughs> it was stupid. And I'm like, man, this is exhausting. Luckily I'll just save. I'll come back. Nope. Nope. No saving. That's, nope. that's ridiculous. So I have to, like, I'm already just kind of like de spirited that I have to fight that boss again, let mm. alone at least eight more after that. Yeah. That's totally ridiculous. But another thing that's ridiculous, uh, somebody somebody was selling a Super Paper Mario or Super Mario Party game for Switch way before the game was released on eBay. I uh, I sent oh. you guys a message about that, but I when I found it on Twitter, it was selling for nine hundred dollars, and it ended up selling for seven thousand for seven thousand one hundred dollars. Oh and the guy claimed that he found the game. Well, I'm sure he did. He said he found it at the airport, the Seattle airport. So it must have been a Nintendo worker who dropped it, I'm sure, because either that or it's like a review copy or something, you know. But yeah, it was it was the like cartridge. There were videos on YouTube of him playing it. Like I watched some of them. And uh, yeah, he was selling out Super Mario Party early because it's coming out like next week. And 
thought that was crazy that somebody paid $7,000 for it. It's like, for what? To get like an extra week of play? Like maybe you'll try to stream something, but right. I don't think you can. It comes out on what, the 15th? The 5th. comes out on the 5th. Yes. It comes out next week. Next week. Next Thursday. Maybe the, yeah. maybe the plot next twist Friday. is that the high bidder was the police. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I was wondering if Nintendo had heard it. Oh, you're sending you us your would, address? Yeah. Cool. You'd think they would hear about it, right? I mean, that somebody. I did hear Nintendo's yeah. pretty crazy about their anti piracy efforts. Now they're going and dropping games at airports, just like bait <laughs> See, games. Yeah. Like you have a bait car, they're yeah. dropping bait <laughs> games at the airports. See, that's yeah. what I was wondering, because like, there was a story about the iPhone a couple of years ago. like, And I think it yeah. happened more than once, actually, two different mm-hmm. occasions where an employee had an iPhone prototype and left it at a bar or lost it at a restaurant or something like that. And like that would, in turn, someone would try to sell it. And of course, there's so few of them. Like, it's like, come on, are you that dumb? Like, you're just you've got one out. of you've got you've got one of two things that exist, and you're yeah. trying to sell it on eBay. Mm. So that's what I wonder if the same thing's happening to this person with the Mario Kart Tridge, Mario Party cartridge, or mm-hmm. is it a troll? And they're just like, it's a scam either way. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a real it's game. It's going to actually be worth seven thousand dollars. By the you time know, you at, after, it, yeah, it's not like a limited edition. I mean, this is so close to release; it's probably a, a release copy. copy. Yeah, it's not like a special copy of some kind. You're I mean, probably I saw right it. about that actually. I mean, there's tail copy. I mean, there's pictures of it. It's you know that's the that's the cart. I mean, I don't. I didn't say anything whether anybody like did a taste test or anything to make sure that it tastes <laughs> like a real cart. But no, <laughs> no it's it I, definitely looks like a Mario Mario Party cart. Which be- mentioned in our text earlier that you know maybe maybe you know, somebody could uh, you know upload the videos to YouTube and get the jump on you know the video scoop and maybe it would be worth something. But you know Nintendo would take down any videos like right away. Like yeah. I don't I just I can't see why somebody would pay seventy thousand or seven thousand rather. And yeah, you know what? There were like ninety bidders. There were a lot of people trying to go after it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think it was seventy, but yeah, it was it was still it was still a lot of people getting on that, which is which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's weird. Like to, I mean, I guess some rich person just wants to play, has a kid that wants to play Mario Party, and maybe that was what happened. I don't know, but it's ridiculous. It's like it's like that. It's like that time that all those Grand Theft Autos got stolen before they came out. I always thought that was uh-huh. funny that somebody probably learned that from the game. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> somebody stole a truck of it. But yeah, uh, speaking of Mario Party, though, uh, next week, uh, next Thursday, uh, Jess and I are going to stream our first Mario Party match on Twitch, like at 11 when it releases. So, you know, any of our listeners here at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you can watch us play Mario Party for the first time, Super Mario, Super Mario Party on, on Switch. Cool. So that'll be cool. I had a bit of a news item that I meant to mention it earlier, and mm-hmm. I meant to mention it last week actually, but I forgot to to talk about it. So living in LA has its benefits, and sometimes you get to see uh, random movie productions come around town. Um, like I was waiting for my bus. Uh, this was last Saturday. Uh, I was waiting for my bus, and I looked around. And I saw this sign. Now, if you live in LA, you, you're familiar with these signs. Or if you're in the movie industry, you're familiar with these yellow signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an arrow on them and the name of a movie. These signs are meant for the production uh, crew to guide the crew toward toward um, base camp. Sure, sure. Um, 
and they have sometimes they do fake ones like and i think that's they kind of what they, like yeah. when i like I, I worked on the the dark knight the batman movie mm-hmm. and the and it was titled uh rory's first kiss which is uh yes the director's son rory is uh it was based off him so as everything said rfk and if and if you found I it on craigslist that. it was like extras for rory first kiss um star yeah. wars did blue harvest for return of the jedi that was another thing when they had a fake name for it so this side is, note on the yeah, dark so night i was an extra in the dark night in chicago and i was one of the prisoners i know and yeah. so I know, I know you know this story, but... No, I, and I, was, I don't know this story. No, no, I was saying I remember... Because I always look for you. I always would look for you in the movie, but I never saw you. But, yeah, you were there. So, but I was in this scene where, um, at the end of the movie, uh, prisoners are getting on a boat. They're, like, evacuating the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, for the scene, I had to wear an orange jumpsuit. And, as Trey was saying, the code name for the movie was Rory's First Kiss. So, even yeah. when I went for the first audition... Um, they were calling it Rory's first kiss, not Batman. Yeah, yeah. I knew what it was because IGN broke the news. Mm. So it's Rory's first kiss. All right. Then I go for a second uh, thing before the shoot. I go to get my fitting for my costume. I'm wearing a prison jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's prison jumpsuit, bright orange. It says Gotham Department of Corrections on the back. <laughs> yeah. And still. They're calling it Rory's first kiss. So we're all like, okay, yeah. so Rory's first kiss takes place in prison. In Interesting. Go- <laughs> in, in Gotham City. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, in Gotham yeah, prison. And then yeah. all throughout the whole production, nobody ever said it was Batman. I'm like, there's Christopher Nolan. I see him. You're the director of Batman. Yeah. But no, nobody ever ever broke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can't see me in the movie. I got cut somewhere. I so thought I'm, I I'm saw. On the, I'm on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Oh, I, are you? I would always yes. look for you in there. Did you get paid? Well, yeah. I got paid, yes. Oh, no, you get paid. I mean, probably very minimally, but you got paid. I got paid pretty well. I got paid like 130 bucks to go hang out at uh, Chicago's Navy Pier for a day and uh-huh. wear a prisoner jumpsuit. Oh, it was just it was one cool. day. One day thing, yeah. I mean, I worked like two weeks on it, keeping people yeah, away, away really from the it. set. Well, I mean, I was a production assistant. I mean, it was like extra additional PAs, so it's not really that much of a job but hey it was money at the time so i didn't really care but but i was there for the explosion for the when they blew up the hospital so that was pretty awesome i could feel the heat of it because i was like kind of close i mean not obviously not close close you were locked down pa and that you had to tell people to back away nothing to see yeah we were locked down a hospital yeah no that was the worst because like uh the the chicago local fox news guys came in and would because this was in a bad part of this is like a lower income part of town like on the west side, and uh, they would just pay these families like nothing to shoot in their apartment because they knew that they would take whatever. So they'd give them like fifty bucks to like to like film like film in their in their apartment, and look through the window. Yeah, to like film on their yeah. porch or whatever to film this uh, thing exploding. And they even asked like me and my friend Fidel to like asked us to kick them off. Like, can you like kick us off the set and we'll like use that as a news thing? It'll be funny. And we didn't do it, of course. But they tried to like get us. They tried to get us in there. They like, they're like, uh, wow. they're, that could have been good for like. <laughs> it's funny because PR. like no, it's funny because like they did a live. They did do a live broadcast there, and the guy was like, I heard him. He's like, I feel like these two rough and tumble PAs are gonna come kick us out. And they like pan the camera over to us, <laughs> and Fidel like Fidel's like, dude. And he's like, dude, the camera's pointing at us. And I look at it, and Fidel like ducks, and I like hide behind him, and it's hilarious. And it and, and we, we were both wearing Care Bear t-shirts. We look like we we look like the most like 
and we look like the the least uh you know the, the, the least rough and tumble PAs ever. So it's hilarious. And I think they, one of you was wearing a shirt that said rough. The other was wearing a shirt yeah. that said tumble. <laughs> I think they actually used it because I think I heard somebody saw it on the on the news. But it's hilarious. But yeah, we we just like ducked when we saw them and like just tried to get out of the shot. It's hilarious. But yeah, dicks, total dicks. And yeah, oh, but they. Yeah. But I remember they were offering oh. the people like I'm like fifty dollars. I'm like you have no idea. You should be asking them to pay you like five hundred dollars or like a thousand bucks to shoot out of your fucking house. You know. Because these guys are assholes, and they will pay for it. They'll pay. Yeah, but they would pay. Like they didn't realize. They just don't know. Like the people who live there just just didn't know what they what they made. And I was like, you could have held out for a lot more. There are people fucking shooting in trees and stuff. Like there's this there's this this, like asshole dude like sitting in a tree and filming it. And I'm like, you guys are all pricks. Working on that movie, I realized that. uh, Were they going to do edit it together later for their own bootleg? I don't know. They just want to have the footage or whatever. They just want to have it and be like, I was there. Man. Check out my on-location yeah. bootleg that I made. Yeah, but, but I'll, t- I'll tell <laughs> you. the from... whole movie, but I had to do the voices because they didn't, I didn't get a hold of their audio. No, I think they just <laughs> want to say that they were there and just show that they had footage of it actually happening. But I'll tell you from being a lockdown PA, uh, the low-income families from the west side were a hell of a lot nicer than the downtown people when I was trying to like – Lockdown downtown. They Lock- were entitled. Oh, I bet. Well, lockdown yeah. downtown, or there's people. Those people are fucking stupid. Like they're like they would rather die than get fired. Is what I realized. Like when some some businesses business people are trying to like, I'm like, hey, there's a car is going to come running down the street at like 100 miles an hour, and you're probably going to die if you cross the street here. So can you just fucking wait here for a minute until we're done shooting this? I'd be like, no, but I'll be late for the meeting and I'll get fired. And I'm like, well, if you're dead, you'll get fired too. So just <laughs> just just uh, hang on here, man. But uh, people getting like, dead is like getting fired <laughs> from life. So look at yeah, that uh, way. I think it's worse than fired. But uh, people on the west side were more like uh, they would basically say whatever we, you know, we whatever we asked them to do, they would do because they just wanted to see part of the movie. You know, they weren't like I got to get to work. They're like, oh no, I want to see the Batmobile. I'm like, okay, we'll stay behind this building. You might see mm-hmm. it for a minute. You know, <laughs> so it was it was interesting. Do you want to hang out here for the next? Six hours or so until something actually happens. Oh, and people do. I mean, I did lock down for Public Enemy. Like, people were waiting for Johnny Depp like forever. It really long periods of time just standing yeah. there. There were people waiting for Johnny Depp on Public Enemy before the, before everyone found out he was a total piece of shit. You know, which yeah. now hopefully nobody waits for his for his ass anymore. But now you know, hopefully he waits around for people to show up to see him. Mm. But but that's our movie talk of a uh, Nintendo made podcast for the week. But, uh, <laughs> movie rant. So. We didn't so, even get to what you were trying to, to say the in the sign, news. Yeah. The sign that I saw. <laughs> Big tangent, but that's fine. Big tangent, yes. Um, the sign that I saw leading to the uh, the spot for the, the production employees to park. The sign said, Rockman. Rockman! Rockman. <laughs> and as I saw that, I'm like, that can't be. And then it clicked in my mind. Yeah. Some news from a couple months ago that Fox actually, Fox actually bought the rights to make a Mega Man movie in... 2015 mm-hmm. and then there was news i think it was last summer that they had actually hired directors and it's going ahead in in production um so i don't know I, I'm, I'm just telling you what i saw i don't know that this is like sure but actually the set but you know the now would be if they announced the movie and they announced the directors last summer now would be about the time that it was actually in production. And there I saw a sign mm-hmm. that said Rockman. I don't know what else Rockman would be. Yeah, right. I wonder I wonder who they would what kind of asshole they would get to like direct that movie. Because 
Um, <laughs> I mean, like Mega Man, it's uh, we, you know, like Hollywood, like it's going to be like they'll get like the guy who did like Battleship the movie or something like that. You know, it's going to be tell some. You who it is? Who, who, who is it? It's uh, the people who directed Paranormal Activity. Oh, see, that has nothing to do with Mega Man. Like, what? A, what? A, what an awful choice there. Uh, according to uh, it, it is. It, I did find it on uh, IMDb. Sci-fi it, is just mysticism with technology. It says like production announced, but it doesn't say anything about shooting. But they don't always post stuff there. Mm-hmm. But that's a. Uh, I don't know. I always wanted. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the band, the Proto Men. But if you haven't heard I of have. them, mm-hmm. you should listen to them because they're fucking amazing. But I always wanted. If I was a rich person and I had a lot of money to invest in things. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna take my money and give it to Proto Men and ask them to make a rock and roll Mega Man musical movie, and it would be the best fucking movie you've ever seen. Because like, they they make a lot of Mega Man inspired music, like rock opera stuff, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and also their name. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying their music is fantastic. And if you took like the first album and just turned that into a movie, like a musical, I think you're gonna make some money <coughs> because those guys got a lot more out of Mega Man than anybody else who ever played the game. So. That would be, and if you make a game with a movie without them on the soundtrack in any way, you've fucked up. It's like those yeah. guys that made the dragon, made the Double Dragon movie in the '90s that doesn't have that kick-ass soundtrack on there. It's like, what were you thinking, guys? Come on, the soundtrack's there. It's so good. Just like put it in there. I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'll probably I'll probably put a Proto Men song on this episode too t- to go out. But yeah, those I guys like are Proto excellent. Uh, years ago, I was in uh, Bellingham, Washington, with my uh, current job. Then they had like sent me there for a convention to learn a little bit about stuff. And, uh, I was hanging out with like a bunch of people and like, there's a bunch of like people that had come down from Canada cause it was really close to Vancouver for this convention. And like there are a lot of local people and they were just like, Oh man, you gotta listen to proto men. I was like, what kind of music you guys listen to? And they were all into proto men. Are they from there? This was a couple of years ago, like I said, but I was like, really? I, I mean, I had heard of it before, but they're like, no, it's like for real. Like they were serious about it. Like I kind of like thought of it as a novelty kind of thing. They're like, no, this this shit rips. Oh yeah, no, it you does. Listen to it, and so I got a little more. I got it a little more seriously into mm. it after that. Like actually listening to the albums and getting more context, and you know, appreciating the musicality of it. It wasn't mm. just straight up parody. It may have at some points came across that way, but it's not yeah. that. It's not a yeah, and it's not a cover. Even there's they don't cover stuff from they, they do, do like have music. a cover album. No, I mean, but they don't cover Mega Man music. Is what I'm is what I'm saying. Right. And and it's and it's not a like if you looked at like I have a couple of their albums, and in the liner notes it just says like it just says like oh yeah, the, this is based on Capcom's Mega Man, but not really. You know, it's like I, I don't know how they get away with it because they do like talk about him as Mega Man or whatever. But uh, maybe they've just. Garner the respect of the yeah. people that, but they don't the use. They don't care. I mean, they don't use images. They don't use like any of the music from it. So that's it's prob- just the that's mythology. They, like that's kind of cool. It's their own creative mythology, which they. Mm-hmm. I feel like they developed a much bigger story between Proto Man and Mega Man, where they were oh, like, yeah. where they were like brothers, and like, you know, like Doctor Light like made them when he was like, when he, he when he was like hiding from the government, and like and like uh you know like uh. Dr. Wiley was after him, and it's, like, in this po- post-apocalyptic, like, slum-like city, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Like, if you haven't heard of it, haven't listened to it, it's... Yeah, definitely check it out. I know uh, I was introduced to them, uh, uh, a mutual friend of Jeremy and I's, uh, Gabe, he he told me about it, and I went to, and I went to see them play 
in uh, Pilsen in Chicago, and it was like one of the best shows I ever saw. But uh, it was I know I know Gabe has listened to our show before, so if you're listening to us right now, hello. But uh, but yeah, he told me about it. So but yeah, they should be in the movie for sure. Mega Man Mega Man movie update Nintendo Main Podcast episode 140 right there. <laughs> John might be an extra in that movie. Yeah, Hopefully he, maybe so. He might play Bubble Man. The, uh, cut Man room floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll, it'll, uh, he, you can be a Lek man if they go to go with the, the Mega Man one stuff or uh, Best Boy Man, Great uh, Man, Cuts Man, yeah, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bubble Boy, you could be, you could be the Bubble Man or whatever. I was just waiting for a bus man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, stuff that might be happening soon, well, the guys who what was it? The guys who made a uh, Bait and Kados were saying that they are interested in making a Bait and Kados three. We should have mentioned that when we were mentioned earlier, talking about Jeremy possibly playing that game. Uh, one of the, which I thought that the Bait and Kados guys, I thought that they were the same as the Xenoblade guys. Like, aren't they the same I company? Too. They're they're from Monolith. Yeah, yeah. But um, was it Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo enthusiast said the art director of Bait and Kados wants to make the third one a reality. Uh, having only two games, blah blah blah. Last one came out in two thousand six. Says the series yeah. is long, long overdue for a new entry, which, which you know, maybe they'll do that for the Switch because, like Xenoblade, after Xenoblade X, they said they wanted to make that they wanted to make one that was more story focused, incredibly confusing, and they did, and they made Xenoblade Chronicles too. So, you know, who knows? I mean, I would, I would love to see another Bait and Kato's game. Like, I'd love to see a sequel. I would too. And like, I'm surprised they wouldn't just re-release it. Why not? It. Yeah, I would play it. I have Bait and Kato's. I think I have Bait and Kato's one and two also. I think I. I don't know if I have Origins, but I do have one for sure. But I did not. It's, I mean, yeah. it's. I think I. So when I originally played it, um, I got into it after I had just come off of playing Tales mm-hmm. of Symphonia. So I was just like starved for RPGs on the GameCube, which I think everybody was. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I got to play another RPG. Like, I can't stop. Yeah. Which is sort of kind of how I almost feel right now, but. I don't know if I completely feel that way, mm-hmm. but like I was like, I got to play another one. So I like started playing Baton and like I did really well up until like halfway through the game. Suddenly I hit a, <laughs> I hit a wall because I had, I had not actually learned how to play it. Oh yeah. So yeah. there was That's like the same certain randomity to uh-huh. how you get the cards where I was able to like bumble my way through it. But at a certain point you got to learn how to, how, how it works yeah and build your deck and mm-hmm. you know stack it accordingly before sure. battles and that's basically so, what yeah that's what happened it's to me completely as a card played. game yeah it, it is no i i remember that and i played through it enough to know that and uh my old roommate tim uh he played a lot of the game too and we would always quote it because it was hilarious where it's like here you go like you remember the characters when they'd mm-hmm. yeah and i remember the voice work was kind of not great, but you could play it in Japanese, so we would kind of switch it back and forth. But it kind of has a lot yeah. of the appearance of like a Final Fantasy VII, like a lot of that animation, and then um, it does. But I think it looks better. It does. I mean, some yeah. some of the cards take a long time to activate. And oh yeah, some of the summoning. Of cards. course, you can do. It's kind of fun, but you learn that you can do like uh, combinations based on the numbers that are on the cards, mm-hmm. and then you can yeah. kind of like these really spectacular attacks that are pretty fun. Yeah, it but you be... also have to use the cards to heal, and you have to use the cards to yeah. to remedy yourself and and to and to revive people and to like and, and so the cards are everything. So it's really kind of complicated that you have to stack your decks. Each yeah. character has a deck, so you've got so many cards per character, and it's it gets pretty complicated. 
Isn't a don't you also have to like take pictures of the monsters to sell for money to buy new cards? Isn't that basically how the money mm-hmm. system works? I remember that being an interesting aspect of it as well. But it would be cool to I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just re release Bait and Kados one and two and you know, and to build up to three. I think the Switch is definitely in the position now where anything can be re released on it. I mean it seems to be like that's what they're doing, where it's like, hey, it'll sell on Switch, you know? It's like uh, I anything think they can even make a big like thing out of it like they could do a nintendo direct where they're like yeah Kato's and oh by the way people yeah. on what the game is and i mean, I mean it, it's a cool game and it had really it had really good like fmv sequences oh yeah no i thought it looked i thought it looked great and i thought the characters looked great and there were a lot of really cool uh i don't remember all the designs but wasn't there like some interesting like uh creatures and stuff in there like it's been such a long time since i played it but i really enjoyed what i played of it i thought it was cool but yeah, no, that's that was Monolith Soft. Uh, Nintendo bought them, and and uh, was it a? Uh, yeah, they actually helped develop uh, Breath of the Wild. A little yeah, bit. yeah. Yasuyuki oh, yeah. Yasuyuki Hone is uh, he's the one who said that he would like to do another Bait and Kato. So I don't see why they wouldn't greenlight that. You know, it makes makes sense to me. And yeah, they did they did work on Breath of the Wild as well. So just there's prob- not a is there a good card game on the Switch yet? Is there a card based game? I don't know. I mean, that could totally be their niche. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't and, done. And of like... course, that was sort of like a really popular thing at that time. I mm. think the Pokemon trading card game, sure, had just come out on Game Boy a few years before that. But even like the Final Fantasies all had like card games built into them, and mm. everything had to be card based. Yeah, and well, I was so anti that, but like it once worked. I actually started to get into it on yeah. the, on the uh, on Bait and Kato, so I was like, okay, now I sort of get why people like this because like. You could plan stuff like way ahead mm-hmm. by building decks, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I I felt like it worked. Like it, it didn't really take away the the game for me. But uh, yeah, we we hope that we'll that we'll see that for the Switch. It'd be super cool. Another thing, this is like super small news, but speaking of RPGs, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is going to be called Dragon Quest Eleven S for a Switch, which means like special or uh, just Switch version. Or I don't know if they're adding stuff to it, but that seems to be what they're. What is yeah. going to be? There's still no release date, but that's uh, some news that came out of TGS, the Tokyo Game Show, which happened in between episodes. It's going to so. be all super chibi characters. Yep. No, it won't be chibi. They're not going to. They're not going to pull a Final Fantasy 15 on them, which is the number two selling game in the eShop right now. Which is I don't yep. get, but yeah, Final Fantasy 15 well, Pocket Edition. Cheap. It's twenty bucks. Like I mean, the full game experience. I mean, I bought. I think I bought Final Fantasy 15 for twenty bucks on PS4. So you know. Yeah, so th- so that's what that's going to be called. Um, apparently, not quite Nintendo news, but uh, but Sony is is uh, finally letting people crossplay on on Fortnite. Did you see that? That's like, kind of That's cool. actually becoming yeah. a thing. I did see that. It's like in a they back down on it. Right yeah, now, right. They finally backed down on their asshole stance where they're like, "Oh no, no, you have to just play our system." But I think like the Fortnite thing really made them made them rethink it. You know, because a lot of people were really getting pissed off about that. So yeah, if you happen to. You know, maybe someday you can bounce between Fortnites. Even though, I mean, if you're going to play it, just play it on the Switch. It's pretty easy, especially since they're selling that the Fortnite Switch system. We mentioned that last week, right? Yeah, the mm. one that's apparently it comes with like what, like a uh, twenty dollars worth of V points or whatever. I think so. You do get a little bit in there. I mean, it's obviously they're not selling it more because Fortnite doesn't cost anything. It's not a game that you buy, you know. So it's not going to be like three hundred and fifty bucks or whatever because. Fortnite is free, you know, so it's like, but I guess you get some extra V points. So you can buy, 
you can maybe buy one outfit or something, or you could buy a couple season passes or whatever. So we got that. Uh, I saw that. Did you see that the guy, the terminal guy, who where Nintendo sent him uh, Smash Brothers? Yeah, that's that pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think yeah. that's really cool. Like when people, I've heard about it for different movies before, where they get to like Star Trek or Star Wars fans mm-hmm. get to watch. Even though I feel like some of the movies but, they, made, they got to watch weren't that great, but, but somebody you know. <laughs> like or like a company like Nintendo that's notoriously uh-huh. like tight lipped and yeah, yeah very keeps everything close to close to the cuff or whatever. You're right, uh-huh. exactly. It's like that's fucking cool that they're letting someone essentially time travel that's not going to be able to do that possibly. Yeah, yeah. They said if it's yeah, if they which sucks because that's like a few only a few months away, you know. But it's very cool <laughs> right. that they where I, you know that they did that that that's you know where it's like you're so much of a fan and you might not be able to make it to that it's awful you know i feel yeah. hard to go out for him he too did but... come out that he, he did he did pass away like i think oh yesterday. he did oh wow oh, so God. yeah update but yeah. do you remember when um do you remember back in the days when we were waiting for the switch to come out with breath of the wild mm-hmm. and uh there was the uh there was the brother who's who was able to take his his brother oh, yeah, who passed yeah. away as his avatar? Yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that though. As the wolf, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah, that yeah. was cool. That was his brother who he had helped build up in the Twilight Princess, which I, I think maybe they got that game a little early. I can't remember. Yeah, the exact I, story, but yeah, never used that, that story. wolf. His brother was yeah that link that they built up. Mm. I never used that wolf ever. <laughs> never did, but yeah, but that's. Yeah, that was cool because yeah, you could use it in uh, you could build it up in uh, Twilight mm-hmm. Princess and and use it on there. But uh, speaking of stuff that gets to stay for a while around, uh, I, I, don't know, that? I don't I don't know if you guys noticed, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but uh, the Nintendo online service is, is apparently if you if you lapse in your account, they keep it for six months. Your cloud saves. So, so that's pretty <laughs> nice. Six months. Yeah. That's enough time to get your life together. I mean, if you got to go to rehab or something, <laughs> if you can't, if you can't you afford twenty, can't pay your twenty dollars a month, a year. If your life is so fucked up that you can't pay twenty dollars for the year, then they'll save it for you for six months. I guess. Yeah, it's. A, that's, I mean, we we make light of it. I know it could be hard for some people to like stay up with it, but you got to think it's like also in tandem with having internet access. And sure. Yeah, because I know that the similar thing happens for like the NES games. Like you have to be able to connect to the internet, internet so they know that you have the online service before you can play them or whatever. But the PlayStation does the same thing for PlayStation Plus. Like my PSP, I had some PlayStation Plus games on there, and because the PSP was so archa- archaic and wasn't able to connect to my newer modem that I had, I couldn't play any of those PS Plus games because it had no way of communicating with the internet to tell me that I still had PS PS Plus. So. I've dealt with that before, <laughs> so it, it that kind of sucked. So all those games that I had on there, I just was no longer able to play because of internet problems, just because it would not connect with the newer uh, router that I had, the wireless router. So it does happen, but uh, I think that's I think that's about it. I mean, I guess there's the Pac-Man Championship Namco Museum package that's coming that's out. That's incredible. I, that looks like a really <laughs> cool package if the price is right. Like I, I think I might want to buy that. I, it's forty bucks. I just wish. And how many games? It's like to thirty or something. Out, I, I don't know. Determine how many. Hell, it's a lot of games. Like it's a lot of. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much I got. Classic Namco games. Because because I already got Pac Man Championship Two, which is a very fun game. Like I enjoyed playing it. Mm-hmm. And um, but I don't. I guess 
us who already got that don't get any sort of discount off of the Namco Museum. Oh. I mean, as far as I know. I mean, so it's a game you already have bundled with like a bunch of other, like a package game. All right, see what. Yeah, see, I already have, I already have back of the, I already have half of the bundle, so it doesn't really, it's not really that great to me. But I mean, I, I was interested in looking at the Namco Museum. You know, I'm, I'm always, I've always been kind of thinking about getting it. I just felt like it was too expensive for what was in there. But I mean, if it, I don't know, I don't even know what's how much that's going for now. What is it like twenty, thirty, something like that? But it would be interesting to, you know, play some of those games. I just don't know how much. How much I would get out of it? I mean, I play like Splatterhouse, but how much am I going to play original Pac-Man, really, or yeah. Galaga? You know, it's so, one of those right. it's one of those hoarding kind of things where you just like want as many games as you can in one place. Mm. Yeah, I mean yeah. that would be something I'd that I have would, all these Namco games on my Switch. I mean that's something that I that I like recommended to like uh, Ryan when he was on here from Old School Gamer. Like it's like if you get a Switch, you know, get something like this because you like older games. Like I know like Jeremy Parrish like talks about it a lot. He really likes that because. They like those old school arcade games and stuff like that. So, and plus, it works with his uh with the flippy dippy thing that he has, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the flip grip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, for the most part. So, which I think that's sort of out now. But are there, were there any other news stories that that I missed that you guys know of? That you yeah, one about? more uh, tangentially related to mm-hmm. video games. But uh, so Japan launched a spacecraft that uh, dropped rovers onto an asteroid. I didn't uh, see so that. Asking, it was a, it's a pair of rovers, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Now, how it relates to video games, the asteroid is named Ryugu, uh-huh. and the, the spacecraft is named the Hayabusa 2. Okay. Are you Ryu kidding me? Hayabusa. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yes. So, I, that can't be a coincidence. Somebody at Japan's space agency is a Ninja Gaiden fan, and they want <laughs> to put course. Ninja Gaiden in space. And now I'm just imagining those, like, craft hopping the way that the Ninja Gaiden character does. <laughs> Sticking to walls and stuff. Yeah, and uh, slashing Because, I mean, people. at this point, they're on a small planet that has its own gravitational pull. Mm-hmm. And they're... I think there's supposed to be a second or rather a third rover that's deployed at some point that is like bigger and can do more extensive studies, but mm-hmm. they're kind of the scout rovers. But they can jump. They're like hopping rovers. Wow. They've got Ninja Stars... Hopefully, hopefully, got, uh, <laughs> flaming swords, all kinds of cool stuff. Hopefully, they don't run into the wind of of Ninja Gaiden Three because that was just not fair. It was kind of <laughs> it was kind of like the wind of Super Mario Brothers Two. It was like the same sort of thing where it just blows you into pits. Sucks. Right. The worst would be the rover if the rover gets hit and it gets knocked backward into a pit, and then they just lost like twenty billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's which start- kind of happened when the U.S. did the same thing on an asteroid or what was it, a comet? Did that happen? I forget. Yeah. But we did. We kind of did the same thing where we like orbiting an asteroid or comet and like uh, deployed a uh, a spacecraft and then it got like stuck. Mm. And maybe that, was that's, that maybe that was Britain. I can't remember. But it, yeah, somebody that happened within the past couple of years. But oh wow, yeah, the thing ended up getting like stuck in a. Crack. I'm vaguely remembering that. Yeah, uh, and then like it kind of got some light to it a couple months later, as it like looped around the sun and it came back to life for a second. Just mm. enough to like send some data, but it was still stuck. Yeah, I'm vaguely remembering this story. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was like totally stuck in a crack. Like that's what happened. To it. <laughs> it was a jumping craft, and it got stuck. Mm. No, yeah, that sucks. This it's, story makes me want a Ninja Gaiden set in space, though. Like, why hasn't that happened yet? Ninjas in space in a video game? I don't know. I mean the the messenger is kind of futuristic, and that's Ninja Gaiden ish. 
I think it'd be cool to have like space gravity in a Ninja Gaiden game, and you're jumping from wall to wall, but you're like yeah. floating as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is like some floating stuff in that game. I'm just uh, saying, get the messenger because it's an excellent game. But it's it's very it's similar to Ninja Gaiden, and there is some like updraft stuff that you can get caught in that'll float you up to other things. I did love that game, but yeah, is there anything else for the news, or is that the news for the week here? Did you guys I got that's the news. Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. Well, this has been our episode. This is episode one forty. We uh, brought you brought you all the fun stuff, whatnot, as we normally do. We're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. Uh, you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com. Yeah, you can find our videos at youtube.com slash fingmater, and you can find us at Nintendo at uh, twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. We do streams there. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's all of us. You can uh, hear us, like, play, watch us play some, like, arcade shit or, like, uh, NES stuff and all that cool stuff. We'll be doing some of that in the future, I'm sure. Uh, maybe Jeremy and I will play some more of that uh, tennis co-op or something like that whenever it gets less motiony but yeah thanks for thanks for listening and uh you know subscribe on itunes give us a review and all that stuff we really like that stuff and of course if you want to email us like uh retro entertainment did you can email us at nintendomainpodcast at gmail.com and we will totally read your email on here because we love we love hearing from people so yeah thanks for listening and we'll see you next time see you <laughs>
Email us. <laughs> God damn it. I hope I caught that.